Hello, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Making It Happen podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this is your first time, uh, this is a show where I interview guests about how they're making their dreams, passions, and goals happen. And I have an awesome, awesome guest for you guys. He's an entrepreneur. He is an executive and personal development coach. He's a best-selling author. He's just a handsome dude. So I'm so excited to have him on the show today, Mr. Perdeep Sangha. Hope I said that correctly, my man. How's it going? You did. Thanks, Kyler. I appreciate you having me on your show. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. And, you know, I've been doing a little bit of research on you. You have awesome content. You have a podcast yourself. You have a book. You have so many things on the go. But the biggest thing that really stood out to me, and I have some notes just down here, is you're trying to teach people how to become the complete man. Why don't you walk us through kind of what that is and, and what is driving you to help people become this thing? Yeah, sure. So uh, to simply uh, put what the complete man is, is a basically a person, a man who is complete from within first. And then when you are complete from within first, which means that you have the level of, you can say depth, fulfillment, passion, joy, all of those emotions that you're looking for and the way you want to experience life. That's when you'll get all the external stuff like the wealth, the career, the relationship, um, you know, the fancy house and car, if you want to have that as well, but everything else, um, and the reason why I talk about this is because I see a lot of guys lost. I see a lot of guys chasing the external stuff. And even when they get the external stuff, we're, we're talking about even the wealthiest of the wealthiest men, a lot of the times they're feeling incomplete from within. And mm. so you can have everything you want and still feel incomplete. And the flip is also true is you can be complete from within and not have a lot of the external stuff and still feel fulfilled and happy and, and peaceful and, and content with your life and, and passionate. Ultimately, it's, it's about living a life full of passion and enjoyment, which every person deserves to have. Mm. And I, I truly believe that when you are complete from within, when you have the different elements, so it's an alignment of your thoughts, your emotions, and your spiritual energy. When you have that aligned, you can pretty much accomplish anything. So what seemed tough for you before will be, become easier. All of those challenges that you thought were big challenges are no longer challenges. They're opportunities mm. for you to excel. So that's basically in a nutshell what being a complete man is about, why I do it is for a number of reasons. A is I want guys to experience the life that they deserve to have. I don't want to see anybody stuff, uh, suffer or struggle when they don't need to, because I'm a firm believer that we are put on this earth for a reason. And one of those reasons is to experience life to the fullest. So mm. I believe that everybody deserves to have the best life. The second is because I see a lot of men struggle. I see a lot of men look towards leadership that might not be the best leadership, especially with today's political environment. Let's just put it that way. Um, we, <laughs> yeah, we, we see a lot of guys chasing the dollar mm -hmm. and, and it takes them away from all those other things that fulfill them in life, like their family or their personal, you can say, uh, enjoyment. So there's a, just a lot of guys that are going in different directions that are just not fulfilled. And I've seen this myself in a lot of guys because I, I coach them. But this also stemmed from originally from my father, who was, he came here from India, immigrated with $11. He worked his butt off. He didn't have any formal education. So him and my mom just literally, literally hard work and labor. Eventually they got to a point where they could buy their own business, 
they got into the agricultural business and my dad became basically a business owner mm. who didn't struggle with money. Eventually he traveled, he did all those kinds of things, but he was never really fulfilled in life. Mm. And his goal was to hit the age of 65. And that was his milestone to say, Hey, look, I came here with next to nothing. Here's my milestone. I did it. I raised a happy family. I have a successful business. Now I'm going to take the foot off the pedal and relax a little bit. He was still going to work, but we made plans like my brother's family, my family, my parents. We would go traveling once a year and do a family trip. What ended up happening, though, was he passed away at 64 and a half from a sudden heart attack. Oh, so all of those things that he wanted to do, all of those things that we were aspiring to do as a family, we were not able to do or achieve. And my dad isn't the only guy that lives that way. There's a lot of guys that live that way. If I was to put an estimate on it, I would say over 80% of the guys that I come across live that way. And yeah. so this mission is more than that. It's to really help men live a fulfilling life. And there's a bigger part to that is because when you have, I, again, I'm a firm believer that when you have a strong man in a household, as a husband, as a father, you have healthier and more successful families, which lead to a more successful and healthier communities. And we need that right now, especially with what we're seeing, not so much here in Canada, but more in the States in terms of the divide, in terms of a nation. But when we have healthier communities, everybody thrives. So there's a bigger mission to this as well. Wow. Like such an incredible story. And and thank you for sharing that about your father. Like, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. And, and it, but it's so true that people will push out their dreams until retirement. And I was one of them. I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll travel the world when I'm older, when I'm retired. Like that's the plan. That's what we are raised to do. Like get a job, work, raise a family, then go live your life instead of living your life to the fullest, which I love that, which I took away from becoming the complete man, which is having it all. You can be a father, you can be healthy, like fitness and, and mentally and have a, a good life, like a happy life doing the things that you love without sacrificing, you know, happiness. You know, that is a, a big goal here for this show is I want people to be more happy because since I've found my passion, I've been happier more daily than I was when I just got that bonus when I was in sales, you know, that I was happy for a moment and, and it wasn't even good, you know, we, it was money. So, and money does not equal happiness. So I thank you so much for sharing that story. And it just relates so, so well to, you know, the audience here and, and what we're trying to do at the making it happen podcast. Yeah, my pleasure. And I think that's that what you just said, it is a reality. There's just a lot of us guys and women too. I'm not just, but I work specifically with men, but there's just a lot of people in general that are feeling this way. And then now you add on the whole challenges with COVID, mm. which just adds on a whole different level of complexity. I'm talking with a lot of my colleagues uh, who work in more of these, you could say the counseling space and the relationship space. And they're saying that there's a lot of people, there's a lot of children, a lot of families that are struggling because now they're socially isolated and they're feeling they're starting to get more mental illnesses and all these other challenges. So we're in an interesting time in society right now where I think everybody just needs a helping hand moving forward. Yeah. Is there any common thing or, or theme that you see with some of your clients? Because you're a coach, right? For executives, for for people, for men, right? Mm -hmm. Um 
Is there any common thread you've seen maybe this year that people are feeling that you're helping them through and what we could advise people listening, right? They're probably feeling a number of things. Is there a one or two commonality between, you know, some of your clients right now during these times? Yeah, yeah, there definitely is. So I work with a variety of men from all different walks of life, mainly businessmen, because that's, I work on the business coaching as well as the personal growth side is even men who are, have been extremely successful, extremely wealthy men have seen a lot of their business shut down almost overnight. And so yeah. with us men in particular, we identify who we are with our jobs in our work. A lot of it with a title or if we're an entrepreneur and the success that we're having in, in our business that has crumbled for so many guys this year. Because so many men's businesses have been shut down, as I mentioned, overnight. So many people are facing struggles. Their employees are feeling struggles. So men as a whole right now are having a challenge because their business is hurting or their career is hurting in mm. some way, shape, or form. And they're bringing that back to their home life. Because as men, we are natural caregivers from the perspective of bringing home the money, the bread, right? Mm -hmm. The providers. That's mm -hmm. part of our identity. That's part of our core. And when we're not able to do it, even though we are, but maybe it's not to the standard we would like, we suffer internally. We mm. struggle. We feel less of ourselves. We have less confidence. We have less self-esteem. Now you pile that on, as I mentioned before, the inability to go out there and meet people in person like your friends or other people that you associated with in the past mm -hmm. because we are social animals and we are social beings and we need a support group. We absolutely do. And it's great to have online conversations, but it's not the same to be in person. It's not the same to hug someone. It's not the same, you know, when, when you're shaking your buddy's hand and you're saying, hey, how's it going, right? Um, <laughs> it's just not the same. And so yeah. that is just adding on. So right now, I, th I think the biggest thing is for people to understand is that you, your identity, who you are as a person is not your work, is not the success that you have as a career professional or as a business owner, you are separate from that. You are a human being. You are a man, your husband, your father, whatever role you other pieces you play, you are just not that side. And we, again, as men, most of our identity is built on that. So we have to learn how to separate the two and still feel great about ourselves outside of our business, whether we're making a lot of money or not. Mm. It's so true. I mean, I mean, men and women, thousands of Canadians and people in the U.S. lost their job, lost their business, lost family, friends. You know, it, it's just been a really hard time for everybody. And I couldn't agree more with what you said. And um, tying yourself with that, you know, that job, that success. I know in my experience, when I was in sales, if I had a bad month, that I mean, everything fell to the wayside. My fitness, my relationships, it seeped into my sleep. I mean, it caused so much anxiety and stress. And I people, I think people can relate to that, especially if you were uh, had no job for months on, or if you even haven't gotten a job yet since COVID. It, it's been very, very tough. So I, I couldn't agree more. Do you have any strategies or tips for people, maybe for this individual who has lost their job or lost mm -hmm. their business and they're feeling depressed and which is, you know, it's okay to feel that way, but we need to help them get back up. Right. So yeah. do you have any advice to people in that state of mind? Is sure. there a, a process you go through or just strategies you might have? 
Yes, yes, uh, definitely. So I can relate to a certain degree. Not, uh, I didn't lose my job, but I actually went in there when I was a corporate executive uh, and I was doing great. I was very successful. I literally just walked in and quit. So what I found in my personal experience was when I did that, I went from being a go-getter and having a great reputation in the industry to starting off from scratch. And mm. that was tough for me because I was used to all the success and now I was at this certain level. Now I had to reinvent myself. So essentially that's what you have to do is reinvent yourself. And, and it really comes down to how you see this place or this time in your life. Do you see it as a challenge or do you see it as an opportunity? And what we have to do is reestablish the right questions. And rather than saying, I'm screwed, you can say, hey, look, how am I going to use this as an opportunity to better my life? What skills mm. do I need to develop? How do I need to grow? So the questions you ask yourself are significantly important. So asking yourself better questions in your own head will allow you to create better answers. Stay mm. away from statements. So anytime you say I'm screwed or my life is over or, you know, I don't, I'm not sure what to do. That's a statement. Ask yourself mm. a question instead and said, how do I become better as a result of this? What do I need to learn as a result of this? Because that enables your brain to open up to possibility rather than a statement. That's one thing. And then you have to reinvent your identity. And that really comes down to a number of steps. And the first thing is having a goal. And we, as again, as men, will have a goal in business, but very off seldom do we have a goal for our family. Do we, mm. ever, do we have a goal for our marriage as a father? All of these different aspects of our life that are very important are just as big, if not bigger, than our work is, right? Our family, in my perspective, is, is way more important than our work, but we don't have goals for them. So setting a goal outside of that will help your brain lock onto something because when you get into a moment of despair or, or down in those down moments, it's because you don't have a goal to, that you're focusing on. And so having additional goals is going to help you saying, okay, maybe this is an opportunity for me to step up as a husband and, you know, re reinvent my relationship, right? Reinvigorate my relationship, or I haven't spent as many much time as with my kids. I can tell you for myself, for example, um, this year has been a phenomenal year um, from the perspective I've spent more time with my family than ever. And it's yeah. been great. I've spent more time with my kids. So it's, mm -hmm. it's been a positive from that perspective. And so once you have goals outside of that, then you can create your identity. And then mm. you can say, because if you, you can't create your identity based on not having a goal, because that's like shooting in the dark. You just don't know which way you're going. <laughs> and, yeah. and your brain is a goal-driven organ. And we use neuroscience in our approach, right? We use neuroscience and high-performance psychology in our approaches of helping men. And your goal, your brain is a goal-driven organ. It will always look for a goal. So if you don't create a goal for it, it will find its own goal. And sometimes that goal is just despair. I want to be miserable today. And that's what your, mm. your mind will always aim towards. So if you aim towards this positive goal, you have this target. Now you can say, okay, that's what I want to achieve. Now, this is where the becoming the complete man is so important. Who is the man that can actually achieve that goal? That is what you need to ask yourself. What is the identity of that man? that that can achieve that goal and you write down I, I keep it very simple i tell guys to keep it super simple is write down three to five characteristics it could be something like driven it could be something like committed or it could be something like creative whatever that is 
Those are the elements of your new identity. And you need to continuously tell yourself this identity through affirmations, through visualizations, through writing it down, journaling, because you want to keep coming to this identity. And, and once you solidify this identity, then you're going to start living it more. You're going to see more pro productivity. You're going to see more progress towards that goal that you're trying to achieve. And you get to a point where you're living out that identity 110%. Because a lot of guys, what they'll feel like is, hey, look, I'm a fake. If I create this identity, who I can't change myself. This is who I am. You got to get past that because you can absolutely change yourself. You can create whoever you want to create. And, mm. you, and the reason why you need to understand this is because you've been created up until this point. And majority of your identity to this point has been created by other people through society, through other people, your parents parenting you, what you've learned in school, what your friends have told you, the movies you have watched. So you've been shaped into this particular identity, mainly mm. by society. So there, if something else can shape you, you, there sure is a way for you to shape yourself. And that's what you need to do is take that control back, shape your identity. And then once you become that person, then you'll be more apt and more able to achieve those goals. So that's fundamentally where to start. I love that. I love that. Like the minute when you start asking yourself questions, right? Let's go back to step number one. You're talking about don't look at yourself as a statement like, oh, I, that's just who I am versus why am I that way? And audit yourself is what I'm taking from what you're saying and looking at where, what are my, uh, like, what are the achievements, right? Like for instance, the family, spending more time with your loved ones. That's amazing. I have an 11 year old stepdaughter. I get to spend a lot of time with her during COVID, even while working, right? And it was still mm -hmm. productive. I still met all those goals. So that's awesome. And then realizing where can I improve that? Like that is fundamentally the mindset, right? You have to be in the right in, like state and mindset in order to achieve what you want. And I think number two was setting a goal right? Mm -hmm. Having somewhere to go because whenever I felt stuck, I, I've always just went back as like, what is my goal? And it, maybe it wasn't defined or it wasn't tangible. It wasn't a smart goal. It wasn't like, you know, be a family man. Like, what does that mean? You know, mm -hmm. really defining the goal and, and really driving and making a plan to get to it. And then I love the thing about identity because that is something that I've been trying to change a lot, especially this year. Um, I don't know about you, but I gained like maybe 15 pounds over COVID <laughs> and, and it's been so tough and I'm looking at myself in the mirror and it's like, this is who I am. Right. But I can change that identity and change how I eat, how I sleep, how I work out. And the biggest thing that I learned was I need to wake up earlier so I can fit in fitness in my day because I was too exhausted in the evening to do it. You know, in the afternoon, sometimes it just wasn't, you know, uh, tangible. Couldn't really do it with just a bunch of things to do in the house. So mornings was my solution, but I've always been a night owl and mm. I'm still trying to become a morning person. Don't get me wrong. I'm not yet, <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's amazing how, you know, just trying to look yourself in the mirror and change that identity is, is resulted in a lot of things. I'm now looking forward to those workouts. I'm feeling more awake in the mornings when before I used to be, you know, I needed two cups of coffee and two hours before I woke up. Now it's no coffee and just water, you know, it's, mm. so I, I love this three-step process. What I got down and I was just writing down some notes about how people can become the complete man and change you know, their identity and change who they are and where they're going.
Mm-hmm. I want to ask more about the mindset of things, if you don't mind, and go back to step number one, because, and something that I had troubles with in my life was, you know, we've been set to believe we are who we are. doesn't matter how old you are, if you're 18 or 65, right? We've done things a certain way. How do you look at yourself and ask the question, where can I improve? Because ego tends to get in the way. Do you have any strategies or tips around how we can let go of that? Like I had troubles looking at myself and just admitting that I needed to lose weight. Like I blamed everything but myself, you know, because the gyms are closed, because, you know, it's cold outside, because, you know, my girlfriend is not working out, so I'm not going to work out. But really it comes down to me, right? Mm -hmm. So where I'm trying to get at is mindsets play such a huge part in what I believe in this self-development journey. Is there anything that we could talk about or you could give advice around that topic, around having a better mindset and how to ask better questions about yourself? Yeah, definitely. There's actually seven questions in particular to really shift or change. And these are beliefs because the next step after we don't get a chance to really talk about it because I don't want to overwhelm the audience, but after (laughs) identity comes your beliefs and Mm what you believe is so important. And the majority of the beliefs that we have have been shaped um, by, uh, by the time we're eight, nine years old. We have these beliefs that we carry forward for the rest of our lives, unless we actually say, are these beliefs still valid? Are they still empowering me? Now, I don't like to take a look at and say, hey, beliefs are right or wrong, because everybody believes different things. But mm-hmm. are these beliefs empowering you or are they disempowering you? Those are the things you have to ask yourself. Mm. And so... That's what it really comes down to. But if you're taking a look at that and what you're saying, uh, and if here's what I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to go over the eight or sorry, seven questions you need to ask yourself, because in those questions, you really need to take a look and honestly ask and answer them and say, okay, what is my response to this? Because if one of these responses is off, you may not get the progress. You may be stalled in a particular place. And that's where sometimes we have the ego kick in. What you talk about, Kyler, in terms of admitting it, we all have that challenge. I think for guys, especially, that's the biggest challenge is to get them to open up and say, I, A, I admit that there's an issue in the first place, right? B, Mm. I need to do something about it. And C, I might need to seek help, Mm. right? That's a tough one. Yeah. That's to get help. I don't know about you, but that was the hardest thing to ask of anybody. Like oh, ask for help. Yeah. If you take a look, my counterparts in terms of the work that they do is the work that I do with men is very specific. It's very niche. There's very few people that actually focus in this particular area that I do. And there's a reason for it. My counterparts that work with both men and women in their programs, about three quarters of the participants are women. Mm-hmm. Because women openly have this ability to ask for help and, and want to progress and learn and do these kinds of things, whereas men don't really want to. And it's tough for men to open up. So um, our marketing strategy, for example, is it's a lot tougher because trying to get a man to say, I need the help and ask for it is a struggle, right? Mm. And so we have to work very you know, strategically to get men to open up to say, okay, it's time to actually move forward. But here's, here are the seven questions in a nutshell. The first one is, I want it. You got to ask yourself that. How badly do you actually want it? Because some mm. people will say, hey, look, I want that. Uh, but do you bet, want it bad enough? Are you really motivated to get it? And are you really committed? Because if that first question, if you answer a no, you're not going to get anywhere. So you got to want it badly enough. 
The second one is I deserve it. Now, this is a tough one because we all have these skeletons in our closet because we may have done something in the past. We may feel less of ourselves. We may be comparing ourselves to another guy or gal and saying, maybe I don't deserve it mm. in some way, shape or form, either consciously or, or, or unconsciously. That, that is a challenge for a lot of people because mm. it, they may want something, but inside they might not feel like they deserve it, whether they feel like they, they're not enough, they don't have the skills, the talent, um, even people that have done something maybe or hurt someone in the past, maybe they feel like, hey, this is retribution, maybe because I did something. And some people even say their past life, for example, I must mm. have done something in my past life for me to be living this way. So deserving it is important. The third one is one of the bigger ones, and it might come back to what you talked about before, is it's my responsibility and only my responsibility to make it happen. Because mm. no one else is going to make it happen for you. Mm -hmm. Whether that's in your business, your relationship, whatever it is, no one else is going to make it happen for you. And so taking responsibility and accountability is super important. And I got this, this one particularly from Jack Canfield, if you're familiar with him, he's the um, uh, founder and, and of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series, very... Um, he's out there, he's an international success coach. And, and when we were having a conversation, he said something to me mm. that really hit home. And he said, pretty, you have to be 100% accountable for what you do. Mm. And it wasn't, I, I love that. I honestly, if there's any one thing you can take away from this, like, I think that is it because the minute you are accountable, you are responsible for it. it, it it's like, it's all on you. You can make whatever you want happen. Sorry. I love that hundred percent accountability. I love it. Yeah. And it was to the point where it wasn't even 99.9% .9 because even if you give that 0.001% to somebody else and say, ah, they have a part to play. You've just given up your power. Mm. It's more than accountability. It's power. Because when you take on that hundred percent accountability, you take power back into your own hands and say, I'm going to create the life that I want to create, which comes back to one of the main concepts of becoming the complete man is being the mindful alpha male. And the word alpha really means the beginning. It's a Greek, it's the, or it's the first letter of the Greek alphabet, which is the hmm. beginning. And so the term alpha male is really around the term of being the creator of your life, right? Being the origin of your life rather than oh, okay. looking at your external circumstances. So that's why it's so important. That's why I tell guys, you need to be an alpha male, but not just an alpha male. You need to be a mindful one, which I could talk about a little bit later, but take accountability and take responsibility. That's, that's one of the most important mm -hmm. things. Then the next question is I can make it happen. So do you have the confidence in yourself that do you really believe in yourself? Do you have the self-esteem to say that I can make this happen? Because that's super important as well. You can want it. You can you know, believe that you deserve it. You can believe that it's your responsibility. But if you don't believe that you can make it happen, then you're not going to take the action. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is I know how to make it happen. So this one stalls a lot of people because they automatically go into the how because that's a natural reaction. Okay, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. I don't know how. Mm -hmm. And so then they get scared, they get nervous, and then they backtrack, they procrastinate, uh, trying to figure out the how. And the how is not as important that comes with time. Mm -hmm. But it really comes down to, do you have the right strategy? I'm not telling you every single tactic needs to, needs to be ironed out, but just a general sense of how you want to do it. So if you want to start a new business, a startup, do you have a sense of, okay, what product do I want to sell? Who do I want to sell it to, right? You don't have to have every little nitty gritty strategy, but just the high level stuff. 
which then goes into belief, right? I believe it's possible. You have to have belief. You mm -hmm. have to have total faith in what you're doing because when there's two things that happen, a, when you have total belief, you have more confidence. Not mm -hmm. only do you um, build on your ability, but you also show other people that you have confidence. If other people see that you don't have full confidence in what you're doing, they're not going to get on basically your team to help you out. And, and you can't do everything alone. You have to have other people there. So confidence and believing that it's possible is super, super important. And then, which comes down to the last one, which really comes down to the energy aspect, because everything requires energy, everything that we do. So I want you to picture a time when you came up against an obstacle mm -hmm. and you just didn't have the energy to do anything about it, <laughs> right? You're just like, screw it. Oh, I, yeah. If I can say that. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, swear all you want. It's all good. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, you know, screw it. I can't do that. Or you just don't give it a full attempt, right? You're just kind of mm -hmm. like, oh, well. I didn't get past that one on to the next thing. Right. Yeah. What happens when you have total complete energy? What happens when you have so much energy? You're like, I'm not going to take no for an answer. I'm just going to bust through this. So having energy is important because you will come up against obstacles. Mm. That is guaranteed. That is one guarantee in your path to success or achievement to hit your goal. You will come up against one or more major obstacles. So you have to have that energy. And so if you keep yourself in that high energy state, that comes with mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual, you can say exercise and health, um, you'll be able to overcome those challenges. But again, that comes down to those seven pieces, those seven questions you need to ask yourself mm -hmm. and be able to say yes to every single one of those. Uh, Pradeep, I, I love this. I was writing down those questions because I need that more in my life. And <laughs> I couldn't agree more with number five, I know how. This was probably the main reason why I started this show is because this is what crippled me when I was striving to become a creative entrepreneur, a content creator, a videographer, everything that I am now, it, it was the how, you know, and it was the figuring out, you know, how, well, how am I going to do it? How am I going to get that? It, it seems so far, you know, seems like so much work, like, and that it, it is, it prevents people from acting and from doing. And the whole reason why I started this, because I want to show people that how it's done, you can do it. And there's not one way. It's not like this is the right path. Like you said, there's so many different avenues and it's not, there's no GPS to how to get there. You are developing and writing the map, but you know where you're going, right? So yeah. I, I really like what you said about number three, taking responsibility and, and having accountability for your life. And then number five, knowing I know how we live in a day and age that the how really is just Google. Like <laughs> you can pretty much figure it out if you just YouTube and Google that those are the two things I learned my entire craft. I did not go to school for videography, for content creation, hundred percent with, um, and you can't do that for every field. You know, no. I'm lucky in mind that I could figure that out, but going on this idea of the how, you know, let's look at it from a day-to-day -day perspective, right? Because we're talking a lot about kind of micro or pardon me, macro level mm -hmm. stuff, right? The mindset you have to be in to, you know, to, to be the complete man, where you want to go. That's also macro. If we're talking about the micro, the day-to-day -day activities I can do to become the complete man, is there a formula? Is there an 
maybe a skeleton of something that we can talk about and go through with the audience? Or would we just be going through these seven questions day to day? Yeah, there's so many different things. And, and a lot of that's actually included in the book. But if you take a look at the day to day process, it really depends on what the person is trying to achieve, what they really want out of life. And so that comes down to, I always say there's, there's three buckets in life. There's the self bucket, which is your own bucket in terms of your self care, the enjoyment that you have. Um, that's super important. And you got to keep that up. So that could be exercise, it could be health, it could be your hobbies, the stuff that you enjoy doing. Then there's the relationship bucket. And that comes down to the obviously, if you're a guy, then it's uh, your marriage, your, your kids, your family, your community, your friendships. That's important because studies show that your relationships have a direct correlation to not only how happy you are, but how long you live. So the stronger, wow. your yeah, the stronger your relationships, the better. When I was in uh, Costa Rica, for example, we actually visited because there's a number of places around the world that are known to have uh, longer life spans, uh, villages in particular. So there's mm -hmm. uh, in Italy, there's Japan, and there is Costa Rica, for example. And when I was mm -hmm. in Costa Rica, we, we talked to some of these individuals, and it's not unheard of for them to be on average, like 90 years old, 100 years old. Wow. Um, yeah, because they... But relationship is, relationships are super important. So that bucket needs to be filled. And, mm. uh, and then there's a wealth bucket, which is really around your career, your business, all those other things that you're looking for, as well as giving back. That's contribution. And mm. the, in my opinion, wealth is contributing to other people as well. So your day on any given day, and I'm getting into the practical, so you can always ask me any specific questions. Sure. But on average, what we focus on in there's three buckets is we focus on work, we focus on maintenance, which is stuff like sleeping, chores, making dinner, all that kind of stuff. And then we have leisure. Right. And those are the three typical things that most people do every single day, day in and day out. Mm -hmm. And so how you take a look at those three buckets is important. What you do on a daily basis is important. So I always, I always tell people on a daily basis, uh, I'll, I'll share a little bit about my, about my routine and if people can relate Perfect. Um, and, and some of the guys that I work with, for example, um, on Sundays, I'll just take 45 minutes and just plan out my week and I'll plan it out so that um, I know what's happening because I don't want to go into the week blind and I know if I need to change something, I can shift it around or if I need to adjust with my family, my wife, if something's happening in her schedule, I can do that. Mm -hmm. And then every morning I plan out the outcomes for the day. So I don't do activities because activities is just a to-do list. It's more around outcomes. What do I need in terms of the outcome out of today? And I don't focus on a mm. whole lot. I just focus on one for my business, for example, one or two for my business and one in my personal life with my relationship or my friends or my kids. So these are big outcomes, right? Not like little, uh, you know, an outcome would be like develop my website or, or write out my marketing plan as a, maybe a big one from a business perspective. Yeah, an outcome could be, hey, look, I want to land this deal, for example, or mm -hmm. I, you know, it's, it's those end results that you're looking for, not necessarily the activity to get to the results. Here's gotcha. why. Because a lot of times we take on the activities ourselves. And we don't necessarily need to. And I'm not saying, you know, some people might not have the viable means to um, hire an assistant or hire mm. someone to help. But a lot of the times, there's an opportunity for you to look elsewhere to find help to get to that outcome. And mm. when we went back to the how, so many people get tied up in the how that they forget that there's a person out there. There's a who that can help you. 
And that is a huge, um, you know, if you want to take a major leap in life, instead of trying to figure out the how yourself, figure out who can help you instead. Because mm. your example, I can sit here and say, how do I want to create content? All day long, I can Google it. I can do all that kind of stuff. But, or I could say, hey, look, Kyler knows how to do this. Why not reach out to him and get him to help me? <laughs> right? So, Happy to. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of stuff, that just accelerates my learning path and my outcome. Right? So that is what we need to take a look at is the outcome and say, okay, so these mm. to do's, do I really need to do that? Or can I find someone to help me with that? So that's why it's important. I also take a look and I say, what, is, what are the things I want to get done in terms of the outcomes and schedule those Monday to Wednesday? Hmm. So those are the first things. And then I'll schedule meetings and all the other stuff, Thursdays and Fridays. That's okay. basically it. Because my priorities are my priorities. And a lot of us, we, we end up opening our schedule to other people's priorities. And if you continue to do that, you won't get the progress you're looking for. So get mm. what you want to get done the first part of the week. That's when you have the most energy too, hopefully, because by the time Friday rolls around, you're like, give me the weekend, you know, give me that beer. I'm ready to just, you know, chill out. Yeah. So, yeah. So I love are- it. I love that concept, like changing it from activities. Cause I, I, I have a whole book full of activities like to do's and every single day I rewrite them because, you know, uh, new things popped up or, or changes within, you know, all sorts of things. Right. But changing the, like the concept around it by looking at outcomes, I look at it as at the end of the week, you can look at all the outcomes you achieved and be grateful and look at the wins of the week. That's like one thing I've changed in, in my weekly habits is I'm, well, I'm trying to look at better, um, sorry, I'm trying to look at the wins that I've had that week and feel better. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I've, I got a lot done, right? I should feel good and not focus so much on the loot. Like, oh, I didn't get to that. Oh, damn, I didn't respond to this. And instead of looking at that. So changing that mindset around activities to outcomes or, or end results. Uh, that's huge. That I, I love that. Yeah, it is so huge. Based on that reason why what you just stated, because a lot of us uh, men and, and people in particular, will sit there and be like, at the end of the week, we've done so much stuff, but we haven't achieved the outcomes. And so that's, that's when we end up beating ourselves up and saying, I did all this stuff, but where's the stuff to show me the results? And so by focusing on the outcome, you actually, you bypass that activity list. Um, and that's what you want to stay away from on a daily basis. So again, it depends on what situation you're in. Um, and I work specifically with family men or men that are married. You know, you, you got to take time out for your relationship. You got to take time out for your kids. I wake up early. I, I work out. I meditate. I take care of myself first because mm-hmm. I know when I'm at the highest energy state, then I can do more for the people I serve. And the more present I'll be with my, my kids and my, my wife. So I don't negotiate on myself. Mm. I don't that because that comes back to the principle of being the complete man. If you are complete from within, you can do so much more without. And again, I always, it's about priorities. It's about shifting priorities. So there's a, a, a P system that I call, uh, it's a number of P's, but I'm going to lay out the, the main ones. The mm-hmm. first one is you, you got to have a purpose of some sort. When mm-hmm. you have a purpose, when you have that goal, that'll leave you to passion. And passion is important because that's where you get energy from. That's where you get, mm-hmm. that's where you get the drive from and you need that. Um, and so from that perspective, that will lead to the next part, 
which is your priorities, right? Mm. Because everything we do is based on priorities. We have a limited amount of resources internally ourselves. So we have to set those priorities straight. And a lot of times these priorities can be confused. And I know that even for me, sometimes, you know, my kids bring me back and say, daddy, you're focusing too much on work. I'll spend more time with them. So, so you, you have to readjust your priorities on a daily basis because then your priorities lead to your progress. That's ultimately mm. what ends up happening. Your priorities lead to your progress. I love that. I, I want to say that again. Your priorities lead to your progress. Yes. So if you're focusing on Netflix, that's good. You're going to progress in that Netflix series, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's so true. I think we can all relate to that. Like when you find a show that you really, really, really love and it's easy to go through to click the next one and the next one and the next one, it's 2 a.m., you, you progressed in that. You were excited about it. And the same thing if you're doing business or fitness yeah. or side hustle or a podcast or YouTube channel, when you make a priority, you're going to see movement towards that goal. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, uh, Pradeep, I, I love what you're saying. I wrote a whole page of notes because I'm getting like a free coaching call right now from you. So thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. And I know the listeners really appreciate this because again, what the show is all about is helping people reach well, really reach happiness by accomplishing their goals and their dreams. And, and that is, we're showing them how to do it. And I think mm -hmm. by helping them through that process, they're going to have a much more rich life and they're going to be able to become the complete man. I, I really love that idea. When is your, you have a book, right? When is your book actually launching, coming out? If people want to read more about this topic and, and things that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Sure. So um, I'm not sure when this podcast is going to be released, Kyler. Is it going to be before December 1st, do you know? Uh, what's the date today? Today is, the, yes, it will be before December 1st. So you have an opportunity. You can, uh, you can text, if you don't mind me putting out the number here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Text the word free to 888-210-5566. That's free to 888-210-5566. You can get a free digital copy. You'll be put on a list. We'll email out when the book is officially going to be released and you'll be able to get a free digital copy after December 1st. It, it, I think it's first or third. It won't be, we won't be able to distribute the, the digital copy anymore because it will be unofficially on Amazon. But yeah, you can you can get a physical copy on Amazon and and probably in bookstores early next year. Um, but it really is everything that we've talked about and more is in this book. And again, um, it really is about helping people just like what you're doing. It's the strategies. It's the practical pieces mm -hmm. of really putting together and creating that life that every person deserves to have because you said something it's about happiness and i truly believe at the what i said at the beginning when you become the complete man you have a level of happiness whether you've achieved your goals or not mm. and that is the beauty of it because we always wait to reach a goal before we say hey look i feel good about myself but imagine feeling good about yourself all the time imagine mm -hmm. feeling complete confidence a, a complete fulfillment like you're just proud of who you are 24 7 that goal, whether you get it or not, doesn't matter anymore. And you're doing it for fun. That's ultimately where you want to be in life. Yeah, I couldn't have said, you couldn't have said it better. It's so true. Like when you, you got to love the process, the journey, right? It's, we hear all the time. I know it's super cliche, but it, it's so true. Like, and I've, I've felt that I've only been in this industry for two years and I like never from a daily perspective, been happier striving to become this creative person. 
right? So take it from me, take it from Perdeep, like we all strive for something. And if, if you're that good looking and this happy, you know, you're doing something <laughs> right, you know? So this is awesome. Perdeep, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you have any final thoughts to, you know, end us off with any maybe social media you want to promote if people can connect with you? Otherwise, I'll make sure I'll add the text in the description. And if you're watching this, you'll already saw it on the screen, but I'll put it up again, his uh, phone number to get the free copy of his book. But Pradeep, anything you'd like to leave us with before we finish off this episode? Yeah, I think the one thing is, uh, you know, go out there and give it your, all you got and, and really focus, I think, on one particular thing is your emotions, because your emotions dictate how you live your life. Um, we can do a lot of thinking, but it's the feeling that really has the biggest impact. So focus on the emotional aspect and everything else kind of falls into place. And feel free to reach out to me. I'm always open to chatting and, and connecting with people because this truly is my passion. You can reach out to me on Instagram, uh, LinkedIn. I'm not so much on active on Facebook anymore. Um, I just find it very political. Uh, so yeah, I, so feel yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, uh, and I'm more than happy to respond. Awesome. I feel like we could do a whole episode just on emotion. I don't know about you, but it, it's yeah. so true. Like sometimes you just feel like, like being a couch potato and watching Netflix. I mean, Hope maybe maybe a future episode on that topic. But <laughs> Perdeep, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time, your advice, the tactics and strategies. I'll make sure I add everything that we talked about, your social handles, the text message in the description so you can connect with Perdeep. Thank you all so, so much for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already, subscribed, followed, shared. Share this episode with somebody who really needs it. I, I mean, that is the greatest gift, honestly, that I that if there's anything that we could ask for it's to share the episode and to get a free copy of Perdi's book. Those are the two asks from this show. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. This is the making it happen podcast. I'm your host, Kyler miles, and we are signing out. Thank you.